0: Can you even believe it? Summer is almost here and I'm like, wait, what? We are mid-May at this point, and depending on where you live, maybe it's pretty hot where you are already. Where I am, not so hot yet, but summer is right around the corner, and more so like our summer, we'll say, quote-unquote, break that we have from maybe our formal homeschool lessons. I'm kind of curious as to when uh, when do you end your homeschool year? I feel like we end it, you know, we can kind of, a lot of us as homeschoolers, maybe sometime in May usually by beginning middle of june at the latest but today let's talk a bit about how we can create a summer routine for your homeschool family i've got 3 options for you to help you set up your weeks and your days and then I want you to pick the option that is going to be best for you. Are you ready? Okay, get a piece of paper and a pen so you can scroll these down and just do a brain dump and think about all the things of how it could work for you so that you can come up with a plan as soon as this episode is over and you can step into your summer break like, yes, I've got a plan. We are going to do this and it's going to be a really great summer. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool Mama, then close up that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. We all know there is a lot that comes when it's different when we have homeschool families or families that are sending their kids to public school. There's just a lot of things that does the day-to-day little nitty gritty that can be quite different. And the summer is no exception to that. Just like during the school year, you're not getting your kids up and getting them on the school bus. Sometimes the bus will drive by. a little after seven. I'm like, hey, buddy, you missed your bus. And he's like, oh, what? <laughs> Still groggy and messy hair and... I'm like, just kidding. But just because um, during the school year, you know, it's like that's a big difference that we notice is the schedule that they have. When it comes to the summer, it's also can be quite different for us homeschool families as opposed to those who don't homeschool their kiddos. Because oftentimes when your kids are in school, then they come home for the summer and it's like a completely different life those families live than they live during the rest of the year but not for you because you're a homeschool mom. You're still living, you're still doing all of the same things. You just maybe are cutting out your formal curriculum or really paring it down and life is still kind of the same. There isn't this big break. There isn't like this one day where you do pretty much like a complete, you know, 180 or something and you're doing something that's very different. And I will hear over and over and over again, um, from podcasters or on social media. i like, well, I'm available to this. And then my kids come home from school and then I'm not available to do a lot of this stuff during the summer because it's, it's going to be a little bit crazy and I can't fit in, um, say it's like a business podcast or something I listen to. And to me, I'm like, nope, summer's no different. I just juggle all of the things during every season of the year during the time that we're in school and during the time we're not so that can be a huge difference and because pretty much their lives will be a lot different especially when moms are used to having the days and to do whatever that is whether that is working or that is running errands and other housework whatever it is is a lot different for them this summer but not for you homeschool mom it's just it's a little bit different but you're kind of still used to just being home. And this was a wake-up call that I had to figure out and walk through when I was used to having my oldest in school for a couple of years, and even when before that was preschool. So there were a handful of years where I was used to having a very different during the school year and very different from the summer. For me personally, I cannot function well for a long time period of time like long term I can't do it in chaos. I I just can't. I will it just isn't me. <laughs> I can't put up with it. Eventually I will blow up or I will just get things figured out so that we are not living in chaos. My solution was to create a predictable routine for my kids during the summer and then also communicating that with James, with them and then with my kids really explaining what my expectations are to them and saying to them, we are a team. Listen, and and don't think that I wasn't above threats. <laughs> don't think that I was above that. i was like, listen, you know, let's cooperate so we can go to the pool. If not, we can stay home and we can do math worksheets all day. Well, you know what? They cooperated and we went to the pool. Don't think that I wasn't. Was that above or below that? I guess maybe I wasn't below threatening (laughs) or saying things like that. Like, hey, we're going to have to, we're going to get back into the curriculum if we can't, you know, shape up here. But I really wanted to impress upon them that we are a team. We're a family and we are doing life together. And I didn't make that huge mess. So I shouldn't be the one that has to clean it up fully. Now, when we have little kids, we have to come alongside them. They're going to make messes and we have to come alongside them, but especially as they get older, If you can make that big of a mess, like say in your bedroom, you can clean up that big of a mess. But I just really wanted to create a predictable routine so everybody knew what was coming. There wouldn't be meltdowns and they would know what I have, their expectations that I have for them and how we're going to proceed so we can have a really good summer. Not just them, but I wanted to have a good summer too. Mama, you pour so much into your children during the homeschool year, and you're going to continue doing that over the summer, but you also deserve to be able to just take a breather, put your feet up and get out in the sunshine and smile and just have that bit of time to just feel a bit more free, right? Funny thing is that when it comes to homeschool moms, we tend to fill up our summer quite well. I'm going to encourage you not to fill it up too much though, okay? Let's take some time to like stop and smell the roses literally and figuratively. And speaking of summer, I do know that you are thinking to yourself, how are things going to go next homeschool year? Maybe you do have your curriculum picked out and maybe you are excited about it, but you don't really know how am I going to carry through with that? this year, or maybe you're looking at yourself saying, I don't know what curriculum to do. I've just been doing the same thing every single year, just purchasing the next grades up, because it seems to work. Is that the right thing to do? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But the summer is a fantastic time for you to pour into yourself. Stop saying no, that I'm not important. Stop saying no, it's not worth the time or the effort or the finances to really get my homeschool in order. But I actually say the opposite. I say, this is the perfect time because you are going to homeschool long-term. That could be many, many years from now. Why not do it from a place of feeling confident and saying, yes, this is exactly what we want to do and being able to Pivot and being able to analyze and being able to look at every single year, every single decision and say, Nope, this is the better course for my family. And being able to make those changes, being able to look out for the burnout, setting up your homeschool year so that you do not burn out. That's really the goal is. Instead of saying, How can I help myself through this burnout? The burnout, the goal really should be, How can I help myself? not have that happen. And those are just a little snippet of the tons of information and the things that we're going to go over and the way we're going to get your two feet solid on the ground and get you super excited about your homeschooling at Clarify Your Homeschool. You can get all those details at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. But today, let's talk about the three options I have for you as you're going to set up a good routine for your summer, okay? Sorry, my chair is a little bit crackly and squeaky here. Okay, the first one here is I want you to take a look at your summer when it comes to your weekly plan. So the first option is to take a look at weekly and say to yourself, okay, I'm going to pick out days that we are going to go out and do things. And then we're going to pick other days that we are home. When we are constantly, like every single day, having to run out for a couple of errands or a couple of things that need to happen or a couple of errands and maybe a field trip, it can really wear on us and it can really wear on our children. You have decided to homeschool, partly probably because you enjoy being home. We can spend so much time out of the home that we don't even think about the time that we do spend in our home. And I want to encourage you to think about the time that you do spend in your home and to strategically place days that you're going out alongside days that you are just staying home. And that might mean that you do have a lot of errands to run. That might mean there's a lot of maybe shopping that has to happen and might include you running out and doing those in the evening sometimes so that you can get those done. It might even include running out on a weekend. I know places are going to be a little bit crazy, but in some seasons of my life, I have done all of my shopping on a Saturday morning by myself. It, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to promise you, it's not as crazy and as stressful when you just go and do it by yourself. But I want to encourage you to kind of take a look at, you know, if you're thinking about this weekly plan, so write down weekly, and then write down some of these ideas where you're going to pick out days that you're going to go out. Maybe you say, we're only going out two days this week, and you pick Monday and Thursday. Or maybe you say, we're going to go out three days this week, and so Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So you have those days in between where you're staying home. Or maybe you say, you know what, For my family, it is better for us just to, at the beginning of the week, get our running around done, get our errands, get maybe a field trip in. So Monday and Tuesday are going to be a little bit crazy. And then we're going to have our Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at home and quiet. Then dad will be home on the weekends, so that'll be a little bit different. But having entire days at home is just so relaxing. It just... It's not even just relaxing for your body. It's relaxing for your mind, your spirit, and just your soul and for your kids too. They just get the whole day to play. Can you imagine being a little kid and just having an entire day to play? And like, that's their like dream right there is having an entire day to play just at home, just you guys. Maybe you don't even really get changed. You stay in your pajamas all day. Or maybe in the morning you get up and you put some bathing suits on and You spend the day outside in the sprinkler or a pool, if you have a pool, that'd be fun. But you just look intentionally at your week and try not to overwhelm yourself or overwhelm your children. And when you have those errands to run, like group them together, whatever is all in the same maybe location instead of making it spend and take all the entire day. Okay. The second option I have here is to take a look at your days. So so number one is weekly. And number two is daily. So when you take a look at your day, each daily um, on your calendar here is like losing my words here, but looking at it as blocks of time for your day, maybe it includes first thing in the morning, maybe you have some early birds that are up really early with the actual early birds, and you kind of take a block time of them getting up and cuddling and stuff and then breakfast and, and then maybe you take a look at the block of time from like eight to noon or nine to noon. And with noon, kind of 12, one o'clock, whenever you eat lunch, being the cutoff. So taking a look at like a morning block, what do we want to do in the morning? Maybe you're up bright and early in the morning and everybody kind of gets up and gets going. And that's the time that you want to spend outside. Or that's the time you want to go and spend running some errands. But then you're going to take a look at a block of time of the afternoon. Then you have a block of time of the evening. And maybe a final block of time would be the bedtime kind of routine that you have. But I want to encourage you to make sure that you include some time of rest time. And even if you do the weekly, include some type of rest time during the day. The best time that I have found for that to be is during the heat of the day. And so I remember for many, many years, a block of time was from 8, 9, or my goal would be like 8, 30, 9 o'clock, get the kids outside. But then by late morning... I would find them mostly in the shade and then by lunch, sometimes we eat lunch out on a covered porch and then bring them on in and wind down a little bit, take some naps or just take some quiet room time. And everybody would just kind of have some settled time after that. And maybe that's till like three o'clock. And then you're kind of looking at like the late afternoon, you know, then we go into dinner time and all of that. And then look at that block of time. So instead of looking at yourself weekly and saying, this day is for this, this day is for this, and this day is for this, taking a look and saying, well, morning is when everybody's up and we have some naps, nap kids, kids nappers. <laughs> We've got some kids that take naps. So morning would be on these certain days that we're going to run some errands. On those other days, are the days we're just going to play outside. But it's really overall just being intentional about your day instead of getting up in the morning and just saying, all right, let's see what happens or what do I feel like doing? Because you know, the errands, the running and making some returns, having to go to the post office, having to drop something off or pick something up, just like one thing in a store is not something that we typically wake up in the morning and say, yes, I want to go and do some errands. I actually just the other day, there was like five different places that I needed to go. And I was trying to attach them to some other type of running around, um, getting my kiddo places and it just never happened. The time frame was just too close. And I just said to myself, just stop, stop right now. Stop the complaining. Stop trying to fit it in somewhere else. Just go and do that. I wrote down the list of where I need to go. I thought about the route, what would be the best route and numbered them one to five and just went and got it done. And in 45 minutes, I was completely done with these couple of tasks that were just hanging over my head. So being intentional when it comes to our blocks of time and those blocks of time or in what if you're going to do the weekly, taking a look and where are we going? What can we attach onto things? Or maybe there really is just some times that you as mom just need to run out and do it in the evening. Or maybe you give a list to dad and you ask him to do those things for you instead. And then the third option we have here is, are you ready, drum roll? It is doing a mix of both. So combining the weekly and the daily. And I've talked before on other episodes about taking some time on Sunday, sitting down, talking to your husband, taking a look at what the week has ahead for you guys, and just figuring out some of the logistics. Now, maybe during the summer, there aren't a lot of activities and that, you know, that weekly meeting that you have may not take that long. It might take all of 30 seconds, but maybe you include him in on this and you kind of go over like, this is the days that I'm doing this. And so that he knows what to kind of expect and maybe what they will say, quote unquote temperature, maybe not literally, but figuratively of the house and say, look, we are doing this. We're planning on doing this Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So those days when you come home, it might be a little bit crazy. People might be, the kids might be tired and that's going to be why. But doing a mix of both. Taking a look at your week, picking out some days, and sometimes you're going to go out, but then also putting in those blocks of time during the day. Which means, I'll give you an example here. So maybe you take a look at the week, and you also take a look at the weather, and you say it's going to be a beautiful week. We have endless options of what we want to do. When my kids were younger, we would get a membership at a community pool, and a bunch of our friends had it as well, and so we'd meet up with them. So we take a look, and I said to them, look. It's we're going to go twice a week. That's my goal is twice a week. I take a look at the weather and I would say these two days. So say it was Monday and Wednesday. Those are the two days that we're going to go to the pool. So that's kind of taking a look at it weekly. Like Those are our days. We got up in the morning. Everything was focused and geared towards getting to the pool. We would get there when it would open, like 10 a.m. I don't don't even quite remember, but I think it was about 10 a.m. We would have a lunch packed and then we would stay there until about three o'clock. Sometimes I would have like a simple dinner to do that night, or sometimes I would put it in the crock pot beforehand. But from that perspective, looking at it weekly, like this is what we're doing on Monday and Wednesday, everything is focused in the morning on that. And when we come home, everything is focused on decompressing and recovering from our day at the pool. The other days, maybe I would have some errands to run and say, we're going to do this first thing in the morning. So probably, so say it was Monday and Wednesday, I would probably pick something like maybe Friday morning that we run and do our errands and get that done. And then we would get home maybe in time for lunch and then having the afternoon rest time. But then looking at that Tuesday and Thursday and just being like, we are completely home those two days and this is how it's going to do looking at the blocks of time we're going to have slower mornings of getting up and then we're going to get everybody ready and then we have times of outside and then in the afternoon we'll have some rest time or maybe I would say we'll have some rest time or some screen time during that time, watch a fun movie, just some some way of being inside when it was cool out and then looking at the evening time and maybe they go back out and play while you're making dinner. So that would be the third option is taking a look at a mix of both of those instead of completely committing yourself to weekly or completely committing yourself to daily. Do a mix of both. And I would love to know what you end up choosing. Do you end up choosing like a weekly, daily, or a mix of both? Let me know. Hop over to the Facebook community. If you are not in that community yet, go ahead and check out the link in the show notes. And if you are, go pop in there and let me know what your summer plans are, how you're going to set up a routine, because I don't want you to live in chaos. I feel like you probably are similar to me. And there's, as a mom, there's a certain level of chaos and we have to learn how to navigate through with that because Having complete calmness in our home is not possible. We will end up driving ourselves crazy trying to do that and not allowing our kids to be kids. And But I want you to have the option by choosing one of these to lessen the chaos and be able to have a little bit of direction when it comes to that. And of course, as things come up, we kind of pivot and change and have to alter. But I want to hear from you. Let me know in the Facebook community about... How are you going to set up this routine for the summer? And until then, have a great rest of your day, friend. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you, so if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at littlebylittlehomeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.